In this sikha, the Rebbe is discussing whether the neiros, the lamps, the little cups on top of the menorah that held the oil and the wicks, whether they're actually fashioned out of that one piece of gold that the rest of the menorah is fashioned. In other words, is it attached, is it one piece with the rest of the menorah, or are the cups actually separate pieces, not attached to the menorah? And the Rebbe starts over the machloikas and the Gemara. The Gemara brings this machloikas, whether these neiros, whether the lamps are part of the miksha, part of the hammered out piece of gold, of the rest of the menorah. Two opinions, one says that they are, the other one says they're not, and that, in fact, they would be placed on the menorah just before we were ready to light the menorah, then they would be removed when it was time for cleaning those lamps. The Gemara links this to another machloikas, there's a machloikas on the posse, kikar zov, toer yasa, oisa, that the menorah needs to be made of one kikar of gold, a certain weight of gold, whether this actually includes the lamps or not, so there is an opinion that says that the lamps are also part of that original kikar of gold. This opinion would also hold that the lamps are fashioned also together with the rest of the menorah, part of one piece. On the other hand, there is an opinion that the lamps are not part of that one original uh, kikar of gold. And they would also hold that it doesn't have to be fashioned together with the menorah. It's not one piece in, with the menorah. Now, the question, of course, is what does Rashi hold? And the Rebbe says that Rashi not necessarily will always go and fit with the halachic part of Torah. Rashi is coming to explain to us the simple meaning of the psukim in the Torah. So let's have a look at Rashi. On the words kikazov toy, Rashi says that the menorah with all of its vessels need to be made of one kikar. Now, when discussing these vessels, malkocheo, machtoiseo, Rashi explains to us that these are tongues, and uh, little scoops with which we clean out the lamps of the menorah. So clearly they're not fashioned, as, they're not part of that one block of gold. They're clearly a separate piece to the menorah. And yet Rashi says that they are also made from the original amount of gold of that kikarzov, which tells us that according to Rashi, these are really two separate things. They're not linked together. These two ideas, whether whatever comes from the kikarzov also has to be connected in part of the menorah. There could be things coming from the kikarzov, and yet they're not connected to the menorah. So the question then becomes, what about the lamps? Theoretically, according to Rashi, we can now understand that it could come from the kikarzov, and yet not be attached to the menorah. But Rashi doesn't say that clearly, so we still want to know, what would Rashi hold about the lamps? So the Rebbe brings first a Rashi, that says on the word miksha, that miksha teyasa menorah, the menorah needs to be made, hammered out of one piece of gold. And Rashi says it can't be made of parts and then attached together. Rashi speaks about the branches, the neiroids, they can't be separate sections and then all attached together. Rather, Rashi goes and says it's all one piece of gold and then you stretch it out, making the branches. So it seems to be, Rashi is saying, that the lamps need to be added to one piece. But the Rebbe says if we look carefully at Rashi, we'll notice that all Rashi said is that we can't take the lamps and weld them onto the menorah. We can't have separate pieces attached and connected to the menorah. It needs to be of one part. But Rashi never discussed whether the lamps could be separate pieces and remain separate. We know one thing. It can't be a separate la- a lamp and then connected to the menorah. But Rashi never discussed whether possibly it could be a lamp and we just place the lamp on top of the menorah as per one of the opinions in the Gemara. So we still need to understand what would Rashi actually say, and Rashi doesn't seem to say it clearly. If Rashi doesn't say it clearly, the Rebbe says, it must be so obvious in the Psukim that Rashi doesn't even have to tell us anything. So let's have a look at the Psukim. 
the Rebbe says when we look at the Psukim, it will become clear that the lamps are in fact separate to the Menorah. Not one block of gold with the Menorah. So the Psukim go like this. The Pasuk starts off by saying you should make a Menorah, um, it should be miksha, all out of one piece, hammered out out of one piece. The, menorah, the Pasuk mentions a number of parts to the Menorah. Yerecha, the base, the cups, the flowers, the knobs. Mimenoyi, you should all be part of it. And the Pasuk goes on then to describe more details about these cups and so on. And only after that does the Pasuk now go ahead and say, you should make seven lamps. And you should make those tongues and the scoops, etc. So from the fact that the Pasuk says, making those lamps, only after discussing all of the details of the actual body of the menorah, and after saying that the menorah should have been one piece of gold, then it speaks about the lamps and putting them together with those other, those other implements, those other tools of the menorah, it seems quite clear that according to the simple pshat and the posik, these neiroisa, these lamps, are not part of that one block of gold from which the rest of the menorah is being fashioned. Rather, it's a separate piece. And only placed on the menorah afterwards. Another proof, says the Rebbe, the Pasuk in Pashas Pukudi describes how the, all the parts of the Mishkan are being brought to Moshe Rabbeinu. And the Pasuk says, the Menorah is brought, the lamps are brought. Now if it's one block of gold, the, the lamps along the, with the Menorah, why is it being said separately, being brought to Moshe separately? as two things. We don't say, and the branches were brought, and the, and the flowers, etc., etc. So clearly... If we're saying the menorah is brought and the lamps are brought, clearly they are and remain two separate pieces. Based on this, that the lamps are separate to the menorah, the Rebbe says we can now have a look and understand another Rashi later on in Pasha's Vayakil. So in Pasha's Vayakil, the Pasuk describes over there, Ves menorah Samoir, we have the menorah, and the Kele, Ves Keleo, Ves Neiroiseo, Rashi explains the word Neiroisel, and Rashi says, first he gives us a French word, Lutzinish Belaz, an old French word, and then Rashi explains, these are bozichim, these are like little cups, which contain the oil and the wicks. And the Rebbe asks a number of questions. First of all, the Rebbe says, the idea that Neiroisel, the lamps, mean these bozichim, these cups that hold the oil and the wicks, is something that Rashi told us already in Pasha's Truma. Why is Rashi repeating it in Pasha's Vayakil? Furthermore, the Rebbe says, Rashi himself tells us in Parshat Vayakil that he explained all the parts of the Mishkan already. And therefore, in fact, he does not repeat his explanations again in Parshat Vayakil generally. So why suddenly for the Neirisel is he repeating that these are cups that contain the oil and the wicks? And finally, why is Rashi suddenly adding this French word? Well, why didn't he tell us this explanation the first time lamps are mentioned in Parshat Truma? He didn't mention this French word at all. In order to understand this, the Rebbe looks at another diuk in Rashi, a fascinating thing where the Rebbe says, we see how precise Rashi is, even in his Dibur HaMaschils. This is all in Pashas Vayakil. So we had the Pasuk said, Ves Menoiras HaMoir, Ves Keleo, Ves Neiriseo, Ves Shemen HaMoir. Rashi gives us three Dibur HaMaschils. Rashi starts off and says, Ves Keleo, and he explains that what which Kelem of the Menoira are these. These are again the Melkochayim and the Machtois, those Tweezers or tongues and the little scoops. Neiroiseho, Rashi says, is Lutzinish, the French word that we said before and the rest of the explanation. And then Ve'ez Shem and Amoir, and he explains that. We see something very noticeable over here, very interesting. In the three Dibra Maschils, the first and the third, which are 
V'es Kelel and V'es Shem and Amoy, Rashi quotes from the Pasuk, the word V'es. When it comes to the word Neiroisel, Rashi does not. Rashi leaves out the word V'es. How does this all work? It says that based on what we explained, that according to Rashi, Neiroisel, are not part of the one block of the Menorah. It's actually something separate to the Menorah. We can now understand all of this. Says the Rebbe like this. When the Pasuk said in Parshas Truma, let's look back at the Pasuk in Parshas Truma, where it said that the Menorah should be made, Oisa, and that should all be made out of that Kikar, Oisa, as Kol HaKelim O'Ela, all of the vessels of the Menorah. What is the Kelim referring to? Oisa is the menorah, that's the body of the menorah. We established already the lamps are not part of the body of the menorah, according to the way we're explaining it. So when it says keleha, which kelem are we talking about? Well, one of the things we're talking about is the lamps, and the machtois, and the melkachayim, and all of that. So now comes the problem. In Pasha's Vayakil, the Pasuk says, Ves menorah samoir, ves keleha, ves neiroiseha. Well, aren't neirois the kelem? Why are we saying Neirisa as a separate thing? It sounds like it's not part of the Kalim. In order to answer this question, Rashi first explains V'SK Leha and says that this would be referring to the Melkochayim and Machtis. These are clear, clearly vessels, tools of the Menorah, but they're not critically important. They're not the essential parts of the Menorah itself. So that's Kaleha. Then Rashi goes and says Neiriseha, emitting the word V'Ace, implying, it's almost as if trying to tell us that in the Pasuk, it's as if it doesn't say ace, Saying that Neiroiseho is part of Keleho as well. When the Pasuk said Keleho, it meant Neiroiseho, it meant those lamps. It's only another detail in Keleho. So Kelim are the, the Melkochayim and the Machtois, those tweezers, tongues, um, and the scoops. And there's also Neiroiseho. So that's, that's what Rashi is trying to tell us by removing the word ace. But now you might ask, so why is the Torah specifying Neiriso? Ah, so here is the answer. Again, Melkochayim and Machtois are not so critical to the Menorah itself. The Torah emphasizes Neiriso to tell us that this is the whole point of the Menorah. We can't just leave it out. And that's what Rashi is explaining us by telling us that what are Neiriso? He gives us, first of all, this French word. The French word really means light. In other words that the reason why Neirois would be called, why this word would, would be here, this Lutzinish, this French word which means light, why are Neirois called based on the light that they're producing, is because that's the whole point of this, of this cup. As Rashi goes on to explain that we have the wicks, we have the oil, the point of this cup is about the light. That's why we would give it a French word that means light. Ah, so now we can understand why the Torah too, if the point of this cup is all about the light, we can understand why the Torah would say it separately, indicating that the whole purpose ultimately of the Menorah is these Neiris, are these lamps, and that's why it should be mentioned, not just as one of the Kalim, but as an important part for itself.